Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Everything's alright when she calls me back. She calls me back. Lost for a long time. Two parallel lines. Everything's alright when she calls me back. She calls me back. Look at me and don't Coming up at nine, ESPN Sean McDonough on this show, and then tomorrow Mike Milbury will join us at eight twenty. Courtney is off for the next couple days. She will join us from Florida on Monday, and then we will be there on Wednesday morning for three shows in southwest Florida at Fenway South, where the mood is uh, optimistic, except for Raphael Devers. Uh, everybody else very optimistic about this upcoming season. I mean, Bradford's got his top off this morning. Uh, <laughs> He's just going nuts. Uh, Bradford going to join us uh, one of the days. Love Next to week, have him. I would, mm-hmm. I would assume so. It's yeah. never boring. I think you guys squashed your beef. I have no beef. Uh, Beefless. <laughs> uh, beef squashed. Uh, let's get to the rest of the news with Shime. Well, Greg, speaking of topless, it's time for influencers in the news. It's Influencers in the News on The Greg Hill Show. We go to Russia as they have begun a full-on manhunt for a Ukrainian OnlyFans model after she posed topless in front of a Moscow church. You mean Uh, a woman hunt? Yes, sorry, Uh, my apologies, a woman hunt. Uh, I'm guessing that's illegal in the Soviet Union. Uh, yeah, uh, what being topless anywhere or in front of a church only? Well, so uh, I, I guess it's they consider it quote unquote antics. Uh, she finds herself on the most wanted list after the Kremlin's renewed mm. crackdown on antics like this. Ah, okay, they're cracking down on the social media antics or the nudity. Yes, this lovely the- lady is Lolita Bogdanova, uh-huh. otherwise on OnlyFans known as Lola Bunny. Uh-huh. Right. Uh huh. She had lifted up her shirt in Uh, front of St. Basil's Cathedral in uh, Red Square in 2021. uh, Uh, She reportedly signed an agreement to stay in Russia. Mm, Nope, didn't do that. Fled to the United States, uh, uh, according to some Instagram sleuthing. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're crazy out there in Russia. That's one thing you don't want to do. You don't want to cross them Russians. Well, I think there's more than one thing, but um, this this particular case. There's a couple. um, So they're not, when it comes to OnlyFans, Mm -hmm. they're not very encouraging uh, in in the Soviet Union. No, Russia does not like OnlyFans. Why would anybody go to Russia? 
It seems like a horrible place. Well, uh-huh. I mean, they got nice, uh, uh, the nice little buildings where they have the little like <laughs> what? the genie tops. How high are you today? Oh, I mean, that's, scale of one to ten. That Russia has a nice <laughs> their architectural. On a scale of one to four twenty. Can I? <laughs> so I make it a little bit more. I, their architectural I buildings are nice. Four, so. Aren't they nice? You in mean Russia? the turrets? Like I don't the, know what the, the, the proper picturesque. the proper name for it is, but <laughs> yes, if you go. wanted to go to get a good selfie, I would think <laughs> Russia has nice buildings to do it in front. <laughs> okay, all right, that's uh, and, all right. So they're on the lookout for this woman, but she may be in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is okay. that is uh, what the Instagram sleuthing. Well, we would welcome her here. Uh, in fact, I would like maybe my first offer when it comes to migrant housing will be for this woman. There you go. <laughs> I would uh, have have a, have room for her in the uh, over in echelon. There you go. Got a couple okay. spots. All right. What else, Shine? Uh, well, Greg, an irrational fear for you here. So, a Florida man went to the hospital early, earlier this month after noticing that his whole face felt like it was on fire. Hmm. Doctor David Carlson was shocked when he looked inside the man's nose with a camera and saw dozens and dozens of bugs. Live bugs. Live bugs feeding on his nose and sinus cavity. A hundred and fifty of them. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Curtis. God, why are we... We have have video, I believe. Really? uh, Or we should. There is video of it. Oh, there is. Yeah, it's disturbing. Maybe Brian like microscopic can, bugs, Brian just regular can, bugs. Maybe Brian can find it quick and put it up. Ooh. So this uh, this was in result. The doctor believes of uh, bad hygiene from dealing with dead fish. The guy worked oh. at a fish place, correct? Oh. Um, and so this would be obviously a warning to those who are working in the fish market. Wear your mask. Uh, to yeah, it's the COVID bugs. Uh, <laughs> So they were. There was a hundred. Did, did they start breeding? Like, did a few of them get in there and then start breeding? I or? believe that is the case. And then they were just like feeding on his mm. nasal cavity. Oh God! Uh, that is gross. We can we can actually hear from Dr. Carlson uh, on Jacksonville's First Coast News. We initially attempted to try to remove these via suction with a little device, but it ended up clogging up the suction. They were they were large enough. I couldn't get them through the suction. So. Yeah. We ended up having to remove them one by one using different instrumentation. They were up right against his skull base, right underneath the brain. Had they gone through that, it could have killed him. Damn. Yeah, that's uh, no Oof. that's no bueno. Did he not like a hundred and fifty? Yeah. Like, don't you know after like the first ten You would think you would something feel them. like my nose is acting funny here. <laughs> yeah, like you it's think super you'd, itchy. Yeah, you something. think you feel them like there was like a bug colony. Yeah, yeah. Like you oh. think you feel them squirming. Oh, out. oh right. so gross. Shy, oh. <laughs> is that grossing you out on Twitch? Yeah, I saw it. It's just, like he's uh, like scrolling through the video right above me, and uh, yeah. I just see it like ah. What yeah. is a person like? I oh nev- my God! Warn <laughs> us. Oh wow, wow. That's graphic. Graphic warning. Please wow. don't look at that. Other I mean, it's medical. Yeah, it's medical. Oh yeah, no, no, it's totally legal. It's just it's wow. All right, it's off. It's off. People are eating breakfast. I don't get like when people have these medical issues where it's like to the extreme it's like it's like dog what happened after the first 10 or 15 you're like something's going on in my nose let me go 150 yeah well guys don't like to go to the doctor I don't care if you don't like to go to the doctor. There's got to be a certain point. Oh man those like look like uh, the little uh, larva. Yes. (laughs) Wow. Brian you can stop. Some people are probably trying to eat breakfast. That Jesus. is so disgusting. <laughs> That's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I'm amazed that he had 150 up there. Yeah. That is absolutely... It's, now that you see them, because I thought they were like microscopic. No, like, those yeah. are... 
Like don't throw him again. Yeah, <laughs> that is impressive. Curtis is yeah. literally going to vomit. Wow. I, I, the dude's like a human anteater. Right. Uh, Cal uh, State uh, Irvine. Uh, all right, is that it, Shine? That'll do it for the news today, Greg. Well done, Shine. Good you job. Okay. Thank you. Redemption. You didn't think Shine was going to do a no. good job. He did a pretty good he job. He made up the for news. it. Appreciate mm. it. Okay. We don't want you filling in on the bikini cam on Monday, though, Shine. <laughs> no, that's not yet. All good. Maybe in June, though, once I've lost all this weight. That's Courtney. How did the weigh-in go yesterday? Uh, great. I had my first uh, weigh-in with Awaken, down seven pounds. Uh, How's with, in the first week wait, 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 wait. Down seven pounds in what? A week? Uh, yes, with Awaken, yeah. So what's that, like 22 pounds total? Correct. How's your swole coming? Uh, so as of right now, Wiggy, we are in the total just kind of cut phase. This is right, diet right. phase, and okay. then once once the summer comes, that's when the swole that's phase That's when begins. the bulk comes. All right, yep, that's when you. we'll design a meal plan to get me uh, bulking up and ready to run. And get on that mass gains, man. Yeah, yeah. This is Dave from Connecticut. Hello, Dave. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, I just wanted to chime in. The Red Sox, uh, the tick, you know, the ticket prices and things like that. Now, as a season ticket holder for a long time, four tickets. I, you know, I just decided not to not to redo them. I'm I'm getting badgered every day. Every single day, I get I get a call. They're desperate. There's a lot of people that are giving the tickets. If I simply did it because. Yeah, you used to give them away or, or you know, some tickets, and at the end of the year, you'd have a couple of games where you could make some of your money back. But yeah. you can't do it anymore. I had, I had tickets to the Red Sox Yankees in a beautiful Saturday afternoon. I had to keep taking the price down. I, I got fifty dollars a ticket for it, seven rows behind the dugout. So I'm not doing it. And until they put a, a team together that can actually compete, a lot of people are doing the same thing. I'm not paying fifteen dollars a beer anymore, and, and it's that, that's what a lot of people are doing. And next week, I'm going to be down there. Wiggy, if you want a great breakfast, Sanibel Cafe on Sanibel Island. Check it Ooh, out. You'll huh? I love Sanibel Island. That's a great spot. What's that's beautiful. What's, what's it's, the, it's coming back strong. It really is. Sanibel Cafe is what that's called? Sanibel Cafe, yeah. Okay. Right on Periwinkle. Check it out. You'll love it. All right. You'll, you'll leave smiling and happy. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it's... Forever, it was so hard to get season tickets, so mm-hmm. people didn't want to give them up. I don't know if the last three of four years has changed the perspective from some who are. I mean, a lot of them are corporate tickets anyway, so mm-hmm. people are buying them and entertaining clients. I mean, my dad had them forever, and it was four tickets, two and two, right behind each other. Mm-hmm. And. Once and those were almost always for business, and then he kept them and was able to find people. People would contact him. You know how yeah. many tickets? And then it became a full time job because nobody wanted the seats. How many diehards are left though? You know what I mean? Or, or there's people, a lot of there's a lot of diehard. I mean, or like, people going to Fenway for but, the the like the Bobby Night. The what's the one they're having? That the Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Like, are people going there for the nostalgia of Fenway? I know they're not selling out like maybe they used to, but are they still getting enough people to go where they're like, all right, whatever? Uh, you mean from a financial model point of view, is it yeah. still working for them? Yeah. yeah when you I see bet. other like ballparks, you see like Baltimore or you see like Tampa Bay. It's like. Three thousand people show up. Oh, it's not quite that. But no, but it, but the, I, the first <laughs> thing to go is the secondary market softens, and mm-hmm. we've seen that, which is why all these people from out of markets have been coming in on mass, getting seats. They don't have season tickets from Baltimore. They buy them like Blue Jays fans or Dodgers fans. They are whistling past the graveyard within the ownership group on Jersey Street. That this is 
about to take a precipitous decline. If what they do this year mirrors last year, and now it's four out of five years in last place, I don't know. I thought it was impossible to make the Red Sox irrelevant. But they're on their way to doing it. If they continue down this path where the fan base, it's not a great economy right now. You well, already have people struggling. You're going to spend 400 bucks to take your family to a Sox game? Yeah, I mean, I think that's why you have to appreciate the brilliance of the guy that Wiggy calls Bobby Houdini. Mm-hmm. I mean, why are the Patriots relevant right now? And what and what are we not talking about when it comes to the New England Patriots? Right. They're, they're relevant right now because of the dynasty and because they have the third pick. There's no, there's really no talk of the mm-hmm. dysfunction and no talk of what they're going to end up really being. I mean, I, it's so is that what's brilliant. coming with the the Red Sox and their Netflix thing? One looks at the '04, I believe it is. World Series win, right, is one part of the Netflix, yeah. and the other one follows the 2024 season. So yeah, is that I what they're heard, doing? I, I, I thought there's only one Netflix series. I thought there was. No, there's two. There's two one that's commemorating the, the, the 20, 2004 Red Sox 86-year uh, drought-breaking team. Yeah. And then there is another one that is like uh, the, uh, this, this year. This year where they'll be following them from now through, you know, right. when they're out of contention in August. Uh. <laughs> but 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 in all sincerity, I, I I I take it personally. The Red Sox are in my blood. You you grow up, you devote an ungodly amount of time watching this team play, and to see these people who have this position of power within the Red Sox to just be so cavalier with how just bra- tone deaf they have been with what the fans want and just outwardly saying one thing, doing another, and then getting mad at you for pointing out the hypocrisy. But you're the minority. Don't you think you're the minority now, No, though? I think Red Sox fans are enraged. I see. I don't think so. I think when you look at when you look at the Red Sox fans of today, you're in the minority because when you say they're almost... Okay, you know, give they, us a call if you're optimistic about the Red Sox. No, 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 not, not optimistic. But I think, like, where you said they're almost to the irrelevant point. Like, all right, we'll see what they are if they don't do well. Who cares? If because we didn't have high expectations. I don't feel like the 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 fan base is as um, hungry as maybe they are for the Patriots. Well, it's ch- like I think it's changed. Like you could, there would be palpable excitement about the home opener right now if this were previous years. No, there, if I this mean, were previous there, years, there would be full phone lines every day going. People being apoplectic about the Patri- about the Red Sox offseason. People would be lining up the phone bank right. saying, I want Sam Kennedy's head. I want Breslow's head. I, you know, That's you- why I said you're in the minority. They're, they're not like right, that no more. Because that's what they're, they're in the worst place, which is indifference. Hate is not the opposite of love. Indifference mm-hmm. and apathy are. That's where they are. The Red Sox right now have reached a level unforeseen it by me and unseen by me since the 90s, since you know Carlos Quintana was playing first base. That's where they are because and, the fan base is happy enough because they've won recently enough, right. and they are outraged at the way the team has been been run, but they don't have that energy to go after well, them because I they don't expect anything different. And now. I don't think there's as many diehards no more. I don't think there's many diehards to be calling in and, and saying, I want to see heads rolling. You know, when we when we talk about... Oh, I think there are. I mean, there's When somebody, we talk about New England and... and 
the phone lines light up to see they want to see heads roll, whether it's Bills, whether it's Roberts, whether it's you because know because they're still emotionally invested. Right. And I just feel like today's Red Sox fans, maybe it's more of the younger generation that their um their attention is in other places. And it's just like, all right, we go to we go to the ballpark on a nice day. We get some pitches. We enjoy. Well, I mean, I, you're also you're irrelevant at a time when at least two other franchises in the city are relevant. So you know, the Bruins and the Celtics, right? Theoretically, both should do very really well. well, very well in the playoffs. I know Shime has completely lost faith faith in the Bruins, but. Um, Shimes lead this morning. He has them one and done again this year in the playoffs. No faith. Um, hopefully that's not your lips to God's ears. And the biggest uh, news is that you co-signed Wiggy's take finally. I did co-sign Wiggy's take. I think you got to trade for a, for a big, tough defenseman, and you probably need to trade Allmark. I would I would do that if I were done. It's just hard when you gave big contracts to Charlie McAvoy and Hampus Lindholm only one of which is really living up to that that contract at the moment. Like yeah. that's that's what makes it difficult. Can you package Lindholm with Linus to maybe do some things? Um, you know, I'm asking that question. You know, because yeah, if mean, you I, feel I, like I he's not it, living up to it, maybe you could package him and Linus, and you know, can you move on from Lindholm, or is it? But I don't know why anybody would. Uh, his play has dropped off precipitously. Mm-hmm. From last season, it started in the playoffs, and he hasn't come back. He's I, in I the Tom, uh, Thomas Caberlet land. Oh, right. God, <laughs> Caberlet. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, we got to get to what is trending, and Shime is handling that in Courtney's absence. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Subaru of New England. The Bruins are out in Edmonton tonight to take on the Oilers as they kick off their West Coast road trip. Puck drop for that one is at 10. Celtics off today before they get back into action tomorrow night in Chicago against the Bulls. And Patriots great Matthew Slater has announced his retirement from the NFL after 16 seasons. In a statement sent to ESPN, Bill Belichick said that Slater deserves every accolade someone could receive. He is a -a once-in-a-lifetime person and the best core special teams player in NFL history. Also offered a discount, $10 off for his TED Talk uh, at the college <laughs> clinic. So if you want to go to Nebraska, Curtis, will will head out there with you. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Trending now is brought to you by Subaru of New England. The Subaru of New England Washington birthday sales event lasts all month long. Feel the freedom of a 2024 Subaru with symmetrical all-wheel drive. SubaruofNewEngland.com. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. 27 degrees in Boston. Afternoon high, 39. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We have set uh, parameters uh, for him, and he's operating under those parameters. Can we surmise that there is additional room from where you are now compared to the parameters that you've set? You know, I, I do not want to talk about specifics related to payroll or parameters because it, it does nothing to help us competitively. And look, I, I think the focus on, on spending is fair and reasonable given where we finished uh, the last couple of years. We understand there's frustration. Um, the best way to turn that frustration around is to go out and win baseball games um, and have the focus be on the team and, and our players versus where we're spending. Um, there's nothing that I can say or do at this point in the offseason that's going to make anybody feel uh, great about what's happened the last two years. So we've turned the page internally, and, and, and we're moving on to 2024. who is probably screaming more wind. I Like, fire up the wind <laughs> machine so they can't hear me say that we're not spending and we've given the parameter to Craig Breslow, which is you can spend no more than this. In fact, you have to reduce payroll. So we'll see. Is there any um, wonder why nobody wanted this job and that Craig Breslow, the 15th guy that was interviewed, finally accepted it? Yeah, I mean, I feel like Heim Bloom kind of got a raw deal. Like he came in here and did what they wanted him to do, right? And then he got shown the door. I mean, I, I and why I, wouldn't I, you keep Heim Bloom? This is what he was good at. Like, <laughs> why'd you fire him if you were just gonna do less in free agency? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, this is Max from Westfield. Hey, Max. Hey, how we doing? Uh, I, I listen to you guys every day on the way to my work. Um, Thank you. I just want, I'm a younger fan. I'm uh, 25, and I, you know, I remember all the runs they had. And I think a lot of kids my age. I have four friends that are uh, fanatics, and we're, we're we're pissed off. You know, I think it's it's ridiculous that they're not willing to put money into the team after you know years of being successful. It's team that as a way to win. And the Devers was very clear yesterday talking about how you know. All they need to do is add pitching, and I think that was very clear. Yeah. So, you know, I think we have some fans that are pissed off. Yeah. 
I mean, I I think you probably heard what the mantra is going to be, which is we have to do it on the field, so we're not going to say anything about it until we see whether this team is winning or losing ball games. I guess. But the um, job of the owner and the front office is conducted. The majority of that job is in the off season. We all are in the trade deadline, but they have not done their job. The players then have their job to do. You know, we all remember. You know, the Red Sox in 04 had a, a stretch of 80 games where they were 500. Nobody was blaming everybody. They were blaming the players. Mm. And, and so if you build a good roster and the roster fails, you blame the manager and the players. If you build a bad roster and you don't spend, that's on the front office. I mean, is there any expectation from your perspective that Alex Cora is here after this season? Zero chance. Absolutely. Zero. We were down there and I talked to him. He looked like... Senior spring. He's ready to go. He's going to say the right things. He's going to put a happy face on it. And, you know, in his heart, I think he feels like he owes it to this crew that gave him another shot to, mm. to manage through the season. But he, the second that final game's over in 162, he's out the door. He's out yeah. the door. And he seems like he's kind of wants to do it in a very, uh, a very nice way. Because right. even with the, the audio that we played with Raphael Devers, um, and him talking, and you know, Devers kind of complaining about what was going on, and you know, his dislike for not signing. Cora was just like, "Hey, you know, that's the he, he's becoming a leader." Right. And there was Happy no, that he was talking. Yeah, there was no like, "Okay, Cora, well, how he, do you feel?" He certainly didn't. He could have said, I "Appreciate what Rafi said, but I disagree. I think you know, I, I think we made some interesting moves and." We're going to be competitive. He's not saying that. No, so. he's just like, I think like Curtis said, he's just, you know what? He's not going to let anything bother him. He seems like he's going to just be happy-go-lucky and going to manage the team and not not complain of anything and, oh, we got to do this, we got to do that. I don't like what we're not doing. I think it's... And it's also Belichickian in a way because he got rid of the big pain in his ass, which is Verdugo, right. so he doesn't have to worry about when he's arriving. Like he does, It's more low-maintenance ma- low guys. This is Braden. What's up, Braden? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. Yeah, I just think it's a hard to root for a team, you know, other than the players. But when the owners just lie to you, you know, in the in the offseason, they're like, hey, we're going to open up the budget. We're going to let loose. We're going to spend big money. And then it's just like, all right, three months go by, and they've done nothing. You know, it's really hard to root for a team day in and day out, 162 games, when the ownership completely lies to all the fan base. And, uh, yeah, now, I want Bra- to. Braden, how old, how old are you? Tw- 20 years old. Okay. So. I mean that that to me you were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like there's so you want to be a Red Sox fan. You are you're a baseball fan, Braden, at 20 years old. That's oh, what big, that's that's big time. that's what they want and what they need. And they're not doing it oh, for big, you. Big time. Yeah. All, right, all my friends too, they feel the same way. It's like mm-hmm. they just fly straight to your face. They say one thing, do another. It's like and then like with Cora, like the one guy who probably you need to keep. He's probably going to be gone, like you were saying. Yeah. So. Yeah. Interesting. But but that's what they have. The Red Sox have an advantage over every other team here in that there is an ingrown relationship between everybody, <laughs> even non-sports <laughs> and sports fans. That sounds like a toe issue. Well, like, ingrained. Well, <laughs> like this is an ingrown toenail. Well, Sam, Kennedy, <laughs> inbred. Sam Kennedy reverse, refers to me as an abscess tooth, but... <laughs> Uh no, but it's like you 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 want to like them. You want to have a gorgeous summer day. Go to Fenway, 
have a couple pops and watch the team win. They have done this, two things they've done recently that have just totally self-inflicted wounds. One, I can't envision a scenario by which the Red Sox exist without Xander Bogarts. When, in reality, they made the right decision. Xander Bogarts was not worth the long-term extension that he got with the Padres. Devers over Bogarts made sense. Bogarts is already being moved to second base in year two with the Padres. If they had just been direct, that wouldn't have been an issue. And the second one is full throttle. Like, I'm sorry, the fan base was ready to blame Heimbloom for the lack of spending, and they were going to say, okay, here's an offseason. Jordan Montgomery, bring in three to four guys, and let's get back to contention. And the Red Sox would have been in a far different position. But now it's clear Heim Bloom was just doing what he was told to do. Yeah, Sam Kennedy should go Bill Belichick and be like, listen, it hasn't been so thin around here for the last 20 years. Well, you always argue that. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, I, I get it. I don't know, don't know, don't know why you're so willing because, to accept like, uh, well, mediocrity. Because it, well, it's no, weird. no, it's not meteor- mediocrity. It it they is. went, and I would say they were, me- they were middle of the pack last year when it came to payroll. I think they were like 13th. But this team has always been in the top 10 in payroll since John Henry be- took on ownership of this baseball team. Yeah, so and they're not anymore. And, you and they have that, one you bad year, and it's yeah, like... What do you mean one bad year? And I think they've Curtis had, brought this... No, 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 no. I'm saying one bad year in the sense of Curtis brought this up, I think. The Patriots are over a 10-year period or something like yeah, that. dead last. Dead last in spending. Yeah. Dead last. Here's a team that's I, been at the top correct, of the league and spending. But you're not. You're, why are you not talking about that? Why are we not talking about that? Talking because about because we're not talking about it because of the dynasty, because they released the dynasty. No, like, we don't talk about I, it because they win. Uh, the Patriots win. Well, the Patriots were winning. That's why uh, we didn't they, talk about. They, they are in a similar. I've been in a similar situation. But with the they, fans, they, were they like, haven't won a playoff game. Patriots haven't won a playoff game in. Five years? Yeah, since uh, the Super Bowl Fifty Three. Yeah, and the the fans, the fans have when, and I think Curtis has been on point with it as far as not spending money. But the fans have been like, well, well, they're winning, and then they're winning in the sense where they're competitive. That's the difference where I think the Red Sox have taken a step back these past couple of years because other than the year where they made it to the. Uh, uh, not the ALCS, but they uh, what was what was the Red division Sox, around? Red no, Sox they, or Patriots? Was it the Red Sox? ALCS. Was it, no, okay, they, the made ALCS. It, they made it to the ALCS. Yeah, two years. And ago. I think that deceived them into believing that they can do that with less payroll and one essentially one star, one Devers. I believe Sam Kennedy mm-hmm. on the field after they beat the Rays said that this validated their yes, plan. It did, and then it, right. it didn't. Uh, this is Phil from New Hampshire. Hello, Phil. Hey, good morning, everybody. What's up? Um, what's wildly frustrating about this, and I really truly believe we have the most passionate baseball fan base in the country, is, uh, you know, like right now, they could flip a switch and say, you know what, we could change all of this right now. Here's Jordan Montgomery. Here's yeah. Blake Snell. You have two pitches to inject into the staff. Your whole outlook on the season changes. The fans have something to be happy about. But no, screw us. It's one That's move. Frustrating. And never mind the fans, your superstar would be happy, clearly, if you did something. So It'd be nice, wouldn't it? I, like, you got Devers begging you to do something and saying, acknowledging that this is the second year in a row. 
where they want to. Wiggy's missing the point that, you know, it's only been a year difference between when the Red Sox last won and the Patriots last won. Right, right, um, right. I know you're making it seem like uh, there's a big, there's a big barren, a big difference in that. But the reality is, is like we have a great coach. I really think Alex Cora is a great coach. We have a passionate fan base. I mean, even if you want to sell the team, you don't have to sign these guys a 10-year contract. They're hanging around in spring right now. Just give people what, give people something. Give Devers something. Give anybody something. I guarantee you Devers right now is just like Cora deep down inside and regretting signing to this. This is terrible. Nobody wants to feel hopeless. Well, Phil, there's a major difference because the Red Sox were in the ALCS two years ago, whatever it was, three years ago, where that would be like the Patriots being in the AFC championship. There's a major difference. And and the difference also was, up until now, that the, the Patriots had Bill Belichick, who spanned six championship teams. The Red Sox don't have Theo still or Dombrowski. They... They didn't have a guy that you could look to and say, I, I know things are bad now, but I trust his ability to yeah. get us out of this. No, I mean, the Patriots spending being wherever it ended up in the league was never mentioned until three years ago. Not year, only that, two years fans ago. would be mad at me for ripping the team for not spending, they, which is backwards. Because they delivered results, and you always had faith. What results? You just talked about I'm they haven't won a, Wiggy, a, a Wiggy, Super Bowl Wiggy, in five you're, years. You're, don't argue with me. Argue with the fans. I'm uh, that's just, what I'm. I'm, just, I'm, I'm just, arguing with the fans. When I when I'm arguing, I think the fans, and I get it. Uh, you think they give spoiled more spoiled and a bunch of brats when it comes to the Red Sox? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I do. All right, you're talking about Wiggy a team. Think, if, if you're a Red Sox fan and you have an expectation for success. Wiggy thinks you're a spoiled brat. Because you're talking about a and team. Ken just sent me a text. We only have one credential. It's for Wiggy. No, no, <laughs> no, no. But I, I, I do the comparison. And you bring it up, Curtis, and yep. I'm going to ride with you. No. You're talking about a Patriots team that hasn't been good since Brady left. You're talking about a Red Sox team. They both were. Uh, the, the Red Sox won a World Series in 2018. They both were, the last one was in the 2018 season right. for both teams. But the difference is that the Red Sox. Two years ago, the 2021 season made the ALCS, which yes, would be, they got lucky. They found lightning in you, a bottle. But if you you always you ah. and hold on you ah. Christina Aguilera what do rejoin? I do? you you you, you, you. bottle rejoin. What does he always do, Curtis? He always talks about Mac Jones rookie year and get to the playoff. That's how that right. was successful. You're right. Yeah, you're right. But yeah. now you're knocking you're the right. Red Sox for getting to the ALCS and going, oh, it's one lucky year. But yet you're the one who's beating the drum. Look at Mac Jones rookie year. That's success. But here's what the issue, and you're right, Wiggy, on all that. The issue is is the follow-up to the ALCS run where it was clear as day that Kyle Schwarber mm-hmm. was someone the Red Sox should retain. He was the star. We would agree the star of that postseason run. Yes. Kyle yeah. from Waltham, yes. the whole thing. And they didn't even offer him anything. That I agree with and you so on that. And so that's what's happened is that they have allowed themselves to just whiff on opportunity after opportunity where the fan base... The one-game playoff against the Yankees, Fenway was as loud as it's ever been. Mm-hmm. They had that run where people were back and engaged, and they were back and engaged after they fired Heim, ready for the team to spend, and they failed. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that level that they haven't made some of those moves, but I I feel like the direction that they've they've kind of taken this new approach, especially since they got Heim, is, well, we got a young, talented players, and we're going to put our trust and everything into them rather than going out there and signing big-ticket free agents. Oh, okay, but you were there. Like, Curtis is right. 
the one game playoff with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. The that team found a way to win. I we were all right there for it. Right. Some of us were some of us were dancing with ourselves. If I remember correctly. <laughs> That's right. Were you were you dancing with yourself? I, I mean it's the only way I know how. I was dancing with myself. I mean it was Does it was like end of COVID. I mean it could be you couldn't sit with more than three people at that stats, but there I was. Big black sky. They had it and they blew it. Like the entire city was singing the same anthem. I know. Well, I mean, uh, that all they had to do was pay a little, like give Kyle from Waltham a little bit of cash. Everybody would have continued dancing with themselves. I mean, they were right there, Curtis. This is a real banger. It is a banger. That was so fun. Let it back to back walk off. That was let it breathe. Let it breathe. Your wedding song. Yes. <laughs> all right, we got. I was not dancing alone at Courtney's wedding. I'll tell you that much. No, right. you weren't. Uh, all right, sure we got to take a break. The song lasted longer than you. We will. Uh, really? How would you know? Um, <laughs> we, I think we all heard yes. how that experience okay. went. We all other, know somebody came back for letter. somebody came back for seconds. Yes. <laughs> uh, we must take a break, but we will get to what are we doing with Chris Curtis next? <laughs> Alzheimer. Very interesting. Apparently men are suddenly going in a certain direction when it comes to the most popular plastic surgery procedure. And it's perfect. not the butt lift that I got. It's not It's not your butt lift. It is a perfect for the beach season or right. pool season. Huge. So we'll get to that coming up next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Long distance dedication, Subaru of New England text line for Courtney, who is in Florida working on her tan. 
You can text this show at any time on the Subaru of New England text line, which is 37937. Find your authorized Subaru retailer at SubaruofNewEngland.com. Oh, Courtney, by the way, before uh, we end up the show, we were going to get to, we mentioned Santos douche move. I have a douche move at some point. Oh, yeah. I would love a ruling on Okay, we could do that. Uh, no we'll rush. do that. Uh, ESPN Sean McDonald will join us in 10 minutes. So we can get to your douche move ruling at 930 on this morning's show. But Shime, right now, we got to get to this. And now. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? I mean, that's the dumbest argument right, I've ever heard. What are we doing? LB, what are you doing? On WEEI. What are we doing? From time to time on the show, Curtis asks a question about the point that we have reached as a society. And the question, Curtis, this morning, what are we doing with regard to what? Okay. I didn't even know there was really this big business of men's plastic surgery. Oh, we all yeah. know women. It, yeah. you know, and God bless anybody who chooses to do it. Uh-huh. But according to Dr. Mark Everett, the number one most requested new trend in male plastic surgery. Any guesses? Uh, Penis say- enlargement. That's what I would have thought. <laughs> you said that out loud. Um, Nothing wrong with that. If you got to get a little extra length of girth, whatever you need. It's fine, Wiggy. Whatever you need to do to, you know, whatever keeps Mrs. Wiggins happy. One Swedish-made penis enlarger. (laughs) Um, So, nope, not a penis enlarger. Feet sculpting? Uh, What's that, Chime? Feet sculpting? Good guess. Something we're doing with the calves. I feel like men um, By the way, says the guy who is, and I'm proud of you, about to see his for the first time in years. (laughs) Um, But... We should really catch the reveal. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> I've seen but, my feet. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, no, uh, I would say I w- my guess would be like a weight loss thing. No, the, not uh, weight loss. Like the chin reduction. Nope. That's what I want to get. I would have thought it was female breast augmentation, but male breast augmentation, not breast, male nipple mm. augmentation. Really? People are getting their nipples to resemble David Beckham's. Huh. And it's... Mend it uh, like Beckham. <laughs> so I, I guess. Oh, there. I'm watching on Twitch. All right. So I'm guessing that the attention when it comes to the nipples of David Beckham came from the Netflix documentary. Right. Very good, by the way. Okay. And so now men are flocking to the plastic surgeon mm-hmm. to get the nipples of Beckham. Right. This they doc- are tiny little things. Right. right. This doctor said it is a thing. A patient living from New York came to him just the other day saying he only wanted one thing and he wanted his nipples to look like David right. Beckham's. I don't there's not enough gin on the planet mm. to get me to walk in and tell another man I want to have another guy's nipples. Uh-huh. Very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I what's mean, it's, the it's, diff with them, though? I mean, is that something that I don't know because I'm not – is that something that a partner would complain about? I, like, is a, is, mm. if you're a guy, have you have you had nipple complaints? Like, and do I, men I mean, have – have? I don't – I'm asking this question. Do they have big nipples? <laughs> well, I mean – Like, do they have, like, it's the various, giant it's, areolas? Very, have I, you ever seen a man with giant areolas? Yeah, I mean, I, I yes. I mean, I think oh, there's, all, I think, well, they, there's all sizes. I was <laughs> asking the question. I, I thought said, most I mean, men's nipples would, were small. I would say there's all sizes. See, uh, I didn't know that. I thought most yeah. man nipples I, I, were small, like, you know, relatively dime nickel size. I, I didn't think I, that... I, I, 
men even have. Well, like, I mean, listen, you spent uh, most of your life in the shower with other men. Did yeah. you not notice the size of their nipples? Oh, I generally try to keep a good eye-to-eye contact. <laughs> but I know women's, <laughs> women, uh, women's, <laughs> women's nipples generally range in all different types of sizes. <laughs> meet me at my eye level. We literally begin as yeah. Okay. Where I feel like men generally nickel dime. I didn't know that it was possible for a man to even have well. If you see giant the, nipples, if you see the nipples of Beckham, this you know they are tiny little things. But I thought that's so what that's, most guys that want. That is probably what most men want. I guess. All right. How much is that procedure, Curtis? Uh, it's several thousand dollars. I'm trying oh. to find the exact number, but there it is go. an absurd amount of money to do something that seems so like it's got to be massively painful. Yeah. Yeah, well, because if you want to go Beckham size, I guess you'd have the to reduction. shrink it yeah, down, shrink right? The nipple. Yeah, no, you have to, you, what you probably got to do is take the current nipple off, right? And oh, then gosh. do a smaller one. Jeez. All oh, right, well, you. Curtis, thank you. Look, thank you. That is what are we doing here on the Greg Hill Show on Weei, and up next, we will talk with ESPN Sean McDonough, who will be doing baseball games again for us this season. Thank goodness. On the Shaw's and Star Market Red Sox Radio Network all across New England. And Raphael Devers spoke yesterday and said that this team needs to do more. They know what they did. The ownership knows what they need. So do some of the players. And we'll see what Sean thinks about that and other things coming up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 